0: one of these things, that keeps the ball moving forward, which makes life feel so exciting because there's a little bit more momentum and you're moving towards something that you care about.
1: Once upon a time, there were tens of thousands of makers struggling. Every day, they built for hours and hours, but didn't ship and didn't earn enough income. One day, the No Code Wealth podcast came to help them find a way. Because of this, makers became founders and have clarity out of confusion. Because of this, founders can have the life they deserve. Clarity is what I'm really all about. And this journey has been full of ups and downs for me. Hello, my name is Abdulaziz, and from being a poor boy born to a single mother in North Africa with no money, no connections, only hard work, persistence, and even more hard work, to a European Ivy League business graduate and an expert on seven different psychological therapies with a great corporate job and a part-time serial entrepreneur, still, I lost everything twice, but I refused to give up. So now I'm rebuilding my life one more time, 1% a day on this podcast. I'm privileged to interview hundreds of amazing people from members of the Forbes Technology Council, Google executives, Amazon, Microsoft, LinkedIn C-suite executives, to Fortune 100, to Financial Times reporters and people from Harvard University, Cambridge, Stanford, even from the Vatican Church, congressional candidates, and decorated veterans, or just beginners wishing to make a difference in this world, all are welcome here. And thank you all so much for the support After all this hard work, this podcast is now ranking highly on Apple in the entrepreneurship category top, 200 in San Francisco top, 100 in Australia top, 100 in Singapore top, 60 in Germany top, 50 in Canada top, 50 in the United Kingdom and top in many other places. This podcast is really about having clarity conversations, which is what I'm known for clarity of where you are now, clarity on the right next step to take, clarity out of confusion and hesitation, as well as clarity of marketing. So let's begin. My guest today is Courtney Werner. From graduating high school at 16 years old to a bachelor's of applied science from Grand Canyon University with a GPA of 3.98, from traveling to over 50 countries To settling into the love for Samba. Courtney is a multidisciplinary artist and the co founder at Koya Innovations, Inc. Koya makes it easy to schedule personal messages that are thoughtful, timely, and including micro gifts to show up for the important moments of the people you really care about. Courtney, how are you today?
0: I am doing amazing. I feel so grateful to be here with you.
1: I'm honored, privileged, and I want to begin speaking about Samba because that detail stood out to me and I lived four years of my life in Brazil and I speak the language there, so I'm familiar with it. So, why Samba?
0: That's a great question. I used to work, so I've had many different jobs. Um, I've been a freelancer for quite a few years, and one of the jobs that I fell into happened to be with a Brazilian family when I lived in California. And so through spending time with them, I definitely felt like I was part of their family and fell in love with samba music. And I've loved it ever since. That was about, I think I met them maybe six years ago. So it's still a fairly new love, but definitely one that will grow with me.
1: Thank you. And what is about Samba that really stands out to you and recharges you on a soul level? Is it that middle part where your only movement, your brain stops and you're just following the steps, feeling those emotions? Or is it the meaning, the connection, the more metaphysical meaning you have put into this activity that stands out to you?
0: Ooh, I like that. I think it's probably a mixture of both. Um, This is a bit personal, but the family, the husband, died unexpectedly two years ago. And I already loved Samba, was definitely um, enjoying it. But I think when that happened, he was kind of like another father to me. And so for me, my love of Samba has increased, um, mostly because of the metaphysical aspect that you shared. It's a way that I feel connected to this family and even to him, though he is no longer present. Um, and then, of course, it's also just if you listen to Samba music, it. I immediately smile when I hear it. It kind of has that rhythm about it and that feeling of just fully living life with everything that you have. And I love how embodied I feel when I listen to samba or dance samba. There's nothing else like it.
1: I agree. And you spoke about that unfortunate event and that your love increased and that there is a connection to that family That is created, deepened, remembered through Samba, correct?
0: Correct, yes.
1: And how is that similar to Koya?
0: The connection piece?
1: Yes. The purpose of Koya, what Koya does, the principles behind it, or Mm. whatever, since you're the one who created it.
0: Yes. I would say it's similar to Koya in that for us, we're actually a family business, and Koya is a lifestyle. It's a way of living and showing up for people you care about. It's experiential, so it's not just—it's um, multidimensional in some ways. I would say because you're able to kind of transport yourself into a different time trusting that at the right place and time, the person you love and care about will receive this message. And I think that's kind of how I feel when I turn on samba music is I'm transported back to some memories I have with this family. And I think it, in that way, those two things are very related. Um, it's the ability to conjure up some memories and in that way feel more connected to people.
1: I love that. So Samba, when you put it on and the sounds and the rhythms put a smile on your face, it brings back and conjures memories you had with that family and with Koya. It's trusting that even if you're not there, through Koya, your spirit will be present, showing up, and creating memories at the right moments with the people you care about. Did I understand correctly?
0: Yes, that was perfect. You said it perfectly.
1: Thank you. And I like to think of things like on a bigger scale and then zoom in. So in 2021 or 2020 or whatever the period you want, the recent period you want to look into, why was that the perfect time for Koya to exist. What changes in the world, what trends and inflections made it so that this was the perfect moment for Koya to be started?
0: Well, to be completely honest, we actually started Koya before 2020. Um, We started it at our dad's birthday dinner. We just asked him, what's your dream? What do you want to see happen this year? And... Immediately, he said he would love to start a family business. So he asked us what were some problems we were experiencing. And at the time, my job and my older sister's job had us traveling about 60 to 80% of the year, mostly internationally. And so we were missing our friends' birthdays, anniversaries, bad days, breakups, anything that helps build relational equity, we weren't present for. And with the time zones, it was really hard to be present for those moments with technology. And so we were kind of sharing that experience. And my dad, John Werner, has a specialty in geofence technology. Um, and so he was like, I think I might have a fix for that through technology. And that's essentially how Koya w- was birthed. I will say It wasn't until the events that happened in 2020 that people truly began to understand our value proposition. So in a lot of ways, the fact that now families were apart, friends were apart, and there's really nothing that we could do about that, people began to experience that pain point of wishing that they could show up for important life milestones, whether big or small, but they weren't able to do so because they couldn't travel. Um, and so I would say that 2020, to answer your question, those what everything that happened during that year is actually what kind of educated people for the need for a tool like Koya.
1: Thank you. And I actually have three questions now. Two are not totally related to Koya, but to your family and one to Koya. Great. So I'll begin one by one. Your dad, at such a special event, said that what he wanted is to start a family business. What are, like, the values of your family that led to, naturally, this family business happening, that it was inevitable? I don't know what it is. Maybe that time spent together is highly valuable, so finding a way to do that, or... um Financial security together, or I don't know, you know best. What are the values of your family, habits, maybe ways that you co- communicated and spent time together? That, if you think about it in hindsight, twenty twenty, uh, you will <laughs> think, "Wow, Koya was gonna happen either way."
0: Ooh, that's such a fun question. I I honestly feel really fortunate. I recognize that not everyone has a story like this, or can maybe even relate to um, the level of depth and closeness that I have with my family. So just, I kind of want to say that as I share what our values are, but we've always been a family in which we cared about being there for one another. And as such, my dad used to travel for work growing up. And so my mom would hide notes for him. We saw that growing up and decided that that was totally normal. So we started doing that for our dad as well and then for our friends. Um, and then of course, my dad would also always bring back a surprise when he come back from his trips. Or one time, I don't even know how long it took him, but he was reading this book called We Sir Gibby to us at nighttime, and he had to go on, I think, a three week trip. So before he left, he recorded himself reading the book so we could still hear him tell, read the story at nighttime before we went to sleep. Um, so just our family is extremely thoughtful, and I definitely think that played a major part in us wanting to create something like Koya as well as the fact that growing up, my dad started his first company um, that was later acquired by Adidas. And so entrepreneurship, um, innovation, those were common topics at our dinner table. So it wasn't very um, strange for us to have our dad ask us that question, like what are some problems you guys are experiencing? Because we would talk about ideas quite often.
1: I love what you're saying that you are leaving notes for him to discover when he arrived to his destination as well as he him leaving recordings of himself reading to you mm-hmm. the bedtime stories and books, and we can lead from there to Koya, but I want to return to the two other questions. The second was you mentioned moments or experiences that create relational equity. In your own dictionary of Courtney, what does (laughs) relational equity mean? How is it created? And why that choice of words?
0: I definitely think words have power, which even from this brief conversation, I can see that you care about them as well. And for me, that term is pretty all-encompassing. I think that the most valuable thing in life our people and the relationships that we have the opportunity to nourish and encounter those are those relationships to me make me the wealthiest person on earth so if I have close relationships with the people that I care about I feel like I've won and so for me relational equity essentially means trust Um, and trust is earned and it takes time and it's something that you slowly build with someone that you choose to build it with and I think that over a period of time you begin to develop what I would call relational equity it's it's honestly the little moments that actually build that relational equity not necessarily like the big grand gestures but the smaller moments of remembering that someone's going to go to the doctor and they're nervous and giving them a call, or celebrating when they get a new job, or helping them move, those kinds of things over time really do add up. And so for me, that's what relational equity equates to.
1: I love it. And I loved what you said. So it's the relationships that you nourish and encounter, although I would have put them in a different order, but I like what you're saying there. And that when you invest in relationships and you encounter the right ones that will grow, you will have trust. And that trust and relational equity doesn't come from big gestures, but only, or maybe those contribute, but time as well as showing up which will be the third question that I will ask later, but it's showing up on those small moments where a friend in need is a friend indeed or where you don't have to do something, but you go out of your way to invest in the relationship that builds over time into trust and relational equity. Did I understand correctly?
0: Yes, you did. You, you just described that beautifully.
1: Thank you. And uh, I had... A LinkedIn executive who I interviewed here and I asked him how does he know which person to invest in and which person would be like a taker who will take 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 but then not invest back into the relationship and what he said it's about trust but trust to him is created by people being consistent over a long period of time I feel it's related to what you just said right now but to you Consistency. How does it relate to relational equity and trust?
0: Yeah, I definitely think that consistency is key, because if you if you have a friend who only shows up when it's convenient for them, um, it doesn't really establish any trust, because it's that's out of convenience. That's not out of consistently being there. So you you can't count on them. You can't depend on someone who is sporadic with. ways in which they choose to show up Um, of course there are seasons in which that happens within friendships but i think in terms of the initial development of a relationship that consistency really does matter and goes a long way so i think it's kind of like consistency helps feed into trust which then builds relational equity
1: Thank you. And are you into gardening or anything like that? Because you were using metaphors that relate to nature, to gardening, to growing things like plants, which like you said, nourish. And you spoke, I think, about water, uh, something. And now you're speaking in a way that is about the relationship growing etc which is all gardening related or not but is this something that you think through as a lens
0: i've never considered that i do enjoy nature my mom actually is an incredible gardener she's out there quite often perhaps i've picked up on some of her language and or maybe even just observing her um i also am an artist so i think some of the same concepts apply the understanding that things take time and the process of you know getting my hands dirty and seeing something from nothing to something I think like subconsciously I probably am picking up on um just spending time in nature seeing my mom and then also in my in my art practice um yeah meditating on those kinds of concepts to the point where i don't realize i'm i'm talking that way that's fascinating
1: yes it is so if i understood you correctly the process that you perceive is that whether it's art a skill or a piece of art whether it's a relationship that we want or a business it's seeing something from nothing from an idea into completion, creation, and growth requires time. Correct. Perfect. And you used show up three times as well as in your marketing. (laughs) What does it mean for you specifically? What is showing up? Because to me, I feel and the connotations of the word showing up have a sense of duty rather than not. So there is like a bigger sense of bigger purpose of uh, like imagining someone protecting a place or a relationship, showing mm. up for it, showing up for their um, responsibilities, duties, some things that are bigger. But to you, why choosing show up and what does it mean for you? Because it's very embodied. Yes,
0: yes. I'll give a couple examples. So I was um, right when Koya first came out, I had a meeting at this coffee shop that I was kind of, I was a little bit nervous about the meeting. And the way that Koya works, it's through the geofence. So I arrived at that coffee shop and it triggered the geofence that a friend had actually sent me a Koya there. I opened it up and Akoya is essentially a message and you can also pay for someone's coffee if you like or it's just little small things. So my friend had sent me a message um, letting me know that she was thinking of me, that she believed in me, all of the things that I needed to hear in that moment before the meeting and she also paid for my coffee and what made it really special was the last time I had been to that particular coffee shop. With, I was with her. Um, she sent that Koya about two months before I actually discovered it. And for me, it felt like she was there. It, it. I don't even know how to fully describe it because it is more of an experience. But imagine I was already thinking about her because she was the last person I had been to that coffee shop with. But for her to then quote unquote show up through technology in a way that made me feel like she was physically there again. That's kind of what I'm talking about um, in terms of the way that technology can make that possible. Um, Another really brief example is that a couple weeks ago we launched on Product Hunt and um, one of my friends ended up staying up. He set his alarm and he's actually my, my boyfriend now, <laughs> um, so trust can, can really build over time. But at the time, he, he ended up setting his alarm to wake up at, I think it was 1.30, or, or so, it was really early because we were launching really, really early, um, just so he could text me and let me know, hey, I think it's going to go great, I'm here. Um, if you, you know, and so he ended up through text, we kind of talked for about an hour as I was launching on product hunt. So those are two ways for me that I, um, that I feel like people can show up. It could be like setting your alarm clock and being there when no one really expected you to, um, which it actually meant the world to me. Or it could be like, you know, through Koya doing something like that. It doesn't have to be Big, but for me, it's the intentionality that matters.
1: I agree. And I have questions about that. But first, why did you choose the word koya? Because in Urdu, it means capsule. And now, I mean, I can understand that. And in Nigerian, it means to defend. So <laughs> I don't know it whether this me. is related at all to what you're talking about. But why did you choose koya?
0: Well, actually, I love knowing what it is in Urdu. That's fantastic because essentially it is like a capsule. I didn't know that. Um, So thank you for that. But Koya actually stands for Kindness Anya.
1: Kindness Anya. Yes. And let's speak about the marketing thing. First, when someone like your friend sent you a Koya to the coffee shop, was it random, but it happened to arrive at the right moment? Or is there something where you can write, oh, uh, like, on this date and time, I have this important meeting that I'm nervous about, or on this day and time is my birthday, this is my anniversary, etc. Then people can schedule their koyas during those times.
0: We have birthdays and an anniversary section. We definitely will be Kind of adding a little bit more into the experience to help people know how to show up. Um, that's in a that's in progress, um, but birthdays are already in there, and so that's kind of how that could happen for some people. Is they'll be notified that it's their friend's birthday, and they can immediately schedule or send a Koya. Um In terms of the specific example I gave, that was completely random. My friend. Had no idea that um, I would be there at that coffee shop for a meeting. She just had thought of me and said what was on her mind, and it happened to be um, the like the perfect words as well as the perfect timing and also the perfect location.
1: Yes, in Arabic there is like a proverb where they say one coincidence can be worth more than a hundred appointments. So it's, oh,
0: yes, uh, it's so true. It's,
1: uh, it's wonderful. Okay, let's think about this in this way. Your user base, what kind of person or identity seems to be most attracted to Koya, whether demographically or psychographically or kind of hobby or interest, that you notice, wow, these people seem to be the standout largest number of raving fans and users of Koya?
0: Yes, so this, is, and this was very interesting to us. Um, perhaps it's still because we're working on our technology and our onboarding experience, but we had initially kind of built a community around us of people that were really into kindness and connection um, who were more maybe aware of how to, of like, or maybe they maybe desired to show up for one another, that was our initial target demographic. What was interesting is that this summer we began to notice a trend in our users whereby the people that were actually using it more consistently were couples in long distance relationships. And it makes a lot of sense because they are motivated to find unique ways to show up for one another because they're not able to be there. And so it just, you know, Koya ended up being um, a tool that they're able to use for free and kind of surprise one another from a distance. So as of right now, that is our most um, active user base. And we've been switching our marketing a little bit um, until we kind of change things within the app for that target segment, which has been really fun. I used to be in a few long distance relationships as did my sister. And so for us, it's been fun to put those experiences into building something beautiful for other couples.
1: Perfect. Let's speak about that. Imagine we don't know anything. So we start from scratch without any assumptions. What is the biggest problem out there in the world? Even before we speak about how they feel about the (laughs) long distance relationship, but What is the biggest problem that couples in long distance relationships have that they're trying to solve through Koya? You said creative ways. Is it that the current ways are boring or expected and they want to go to the unexpected? Or does it make it easier and simpler to keep in touch? Or according to you, first out here in the world, what is the problem for them? And then we'll speak about the emotional side
0: the the time zone actually is what the biggest problem is. A lot of these couples wanted to make it so that way you know their sweetheart could wake up to a message from them um, or if they found out about something that was coming up they wanted to schedule a message um, but let's just say for instance um, one one of the couples lived in on different in very, very different time zones, Koya makes it possible to send a message ahead of time and it'll arrive at like 4 p.m. even if, if it was sent like the day before um, during a different time because one of the couples might be sleeping. So not couples, but let's just say the boyfriend, <laughs> he sends something, he's actually sleeping, but the girlfriend will still receive um, that message at the right time
1: interesting that you mentioned the boyfriend does it seem that boyfriends are using this more than girlfriends or is it 50 50
0: it's actually yeah it's pretty um i wouldn't say there's any it's both they're both using it i think the piece that made me think about that was there's this one couple he lives in canada she lives in the uk and she tells me a lot um because she's one of our ambassadors actually she tells me a lot about how he will do scavenger hunts for her so that's probably why i thought of that first because um and he'll do that through koya so it made me think of them in particular um, and how they're currently using the app
1: perfect and imagine you know like for dummies so they have time zone differences which could be extreme differences so emotionally, what is the problem that if they didn't have Koya and they needed to wake up like your boyfriend at one thirty in the morning to support you? <laughs> what is frustrating about that? Not to support you. Of course, I understand if it's yes. that important, but like an okay message that doesn't need for him to be awake at 3 a.m. <laughs> or whatever. What's the problem? Is it like, oh, he's building their future, he needs to be rested so that he can work better so that they can live together someday? Or is it simply he's a morning person? (laughs) Or, I mean, it could be degrees from that, that, wow, we're sacrificing for our future, so I need to be rested to do that, but not forgetting our bond and relationship. Or simply, well, at 1 a.m., I'm too sleepyhead, it's not okay, (laughs) or what could it be?
0: I think it's, you know, from what I've seen, I think it's more so in the moment that someone is thinking of someone, whether they're dating or just friends, if there's that distance and that time zone trouble, um, sometimes people don't want to text because they don't want to wake the other person up. And so the ability to not have to worry about any of that and to just make something happen and to turn your thoughts into action I think that's kind of what Koya provides, is an easier way to have a thought, some kind of intention towards someone that you care about, and then immediately be able to turn it into an action.
1: Um, Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) And and let's focus on couples, only because to have great marketing, you should have different messages for different needs. So for couples, it will be a bit slightly different to friends, slightly Mm -hmm. different co-workers or people who want to network across time zones or whatever other needs there may be so for couples specifically if i understood correctly they want relational equity or to grow their love or whatever we will call it and this time but the time zones stand in the way but they want to show the other person whenever they think of them that they think of them and sometimes they might wake them up if they message in that time and that is not right because people in love should be able to show each other in the moment how they're feeling and what comes to mind but without leading to them messing up with each other's (laughs) um, like health and uh, the importance of like balance etc so they can schedule it and you and your sister have been in long distance relationships before. So you're somewhat of experts, you know, their struggle and their pain and their fears. So, one of the uses that you're evolving Koya into by noticing that more and more couples are using it is this um, is what Koya offers, which is the ability to create a personalized, kind, loving message and schedule it ahead of time. Whether for the next day or for special moments, like any not anniversaries since they're together, but birthdays, <laughs> etc., and well, what is the benefit of that to that relationship? And what would be the something that will make the relationship worse if Koya didn't exist? So tell me about the benefit as well as like the negative side that could happen if Koya wasn't solving that pain?
0: I would say the benefit is, not to give another gardening metaphor, <laughs> but the benefit would be Koya enables couples to kind of water, water their relationships so that it can continue to flourish and grow. There's, you know, obviously there's text message, there's also phone calls. Um, when there is that time zone challenge, it's not always possible to even have those phone calls and it's certainly not possible to send like, I mean, you could do it maybe once a year, but for a birthday, sending a package to different countries can be very expensive. Um, Sending a just because package or anything that you kind of would do if you're in the same, you know, city, like making dinner together or, um, being like, hey, I want you to read this book. I'm going to bring it over to you. Things like that you just can't do. And so with Koya and the ability to kind of send a micro gift, you can still have that intentionality and in effect make it possible for the other person to have a semblance of those normal parts. And I would say quote unquote normal because what is normal? But those more traditional aspects of being in a relationship, um, some of them do involve caring for each other in those kinds of ways. So if the partner, one of the partners is having a tough day, the other partner could send money for them to go and get dinner, something that they probably would do if they were in the same city. So that would that would be one of the benefits. The other question you asked, um, I do want to get a little clarity around. It sounded as though you were asking me what would – be the pain point if koya didn't exist is that correct
1: yes imagine koya doesn't exist they're living in two time zones and they cannot have that intentionality as well as well as the semblance of normalcy in their relationship what would they be frustrated about
0: so when i was in my long distance relationship the most frustrating part was the fact that sometimes I would be staying up so late just in order to have like a quick conversation. Um, and then on top of that, so that was a little bit frustrating just because after a while, it's difficult to kind of change your schedule because I still had work. I still had normal, normal things. Um, so in those instances, um, it would have been easier to have kind of Had received a text message, get a little bit of an understanding or pulse around where my boyfriend at the time um, was at emotionally, like how he was doing, and then hear about his day um, and then be able to do something about it. Just do something. I didn't have to always stay up and have that phone call every night. Um, I think that does get a little bit tiring after a while. And I think for a lot of couples, that's a common a common feeling when the time zones are so drastic is it does take a toll on your normal, on your normal life. Um, so being able to not having Koya, I think just perpetuates that, um, that narrative of, Oh man, I always like, I'm trying to be available, but I also have life. I'm juggling these things. I know that they're having a hard time, but I'm also like, I need to go to sleep. Um, I can take a quick phone call, but then when I find out on the phone what would be meaningful to my partner, that's the piece that I feel like Koya can help with is, oh, it's because they're stressed with work or tomorrow they have a big meeting. I want to, before I go to sleep, do something about that. I want to feel like I'm able to be there because that's the pain point is hearing these things from your partner across the world, whether good or bad, and having you're not able to go um so having a tool that makes it at least a little bit possible to show up is extremely um a really really beautiful thing i wish i would have had it to be honest um in my first relationship
1: thank you so if i understood you correctly like couples in longer distance relationships with drastic time zone differences they feel like they have to choose between work and life and love because if they don't stay up late to speak and nourish that relationship then they're not investing in the most important thing or need or anything in the world which is love But then they wake up groggy the next day, they cannot perform well, and their day is destroyed, and they return home sleepy, and they go to bed directly, they cannot even enjoy their day. So therefore, it feels like a sacrifice is necessary, and we live in a time where we can benefit from technology, so we can have our cake and eat it too, or in this case, we can have love and work and living in a different place, and you personally, since you experienced long distance relationships as well as your sister and felt that frustration and pain of needing to almost feel like you have to juggle between your heart and your brain you um, and your whole family so this is a family thing have created Koya which allows you to have intentionality show your thoughtful gestures as well as loving messages to the person you love and when you know what's up to them maybe they receive the promotion maybe they're frustrated in that day you can do something about this through koya and micro gifts and gestures whether uh, buying dinner for them or sending them something small etc which allows you to have the second or the next best thing to being in the same city living together having a normal relationship doing the normal activities but without this the people the biggest pain will be the time zone difference if they think about the person they love but they send them a message at that time because of the time zone they could be waking them up messing their circadian rhythm (laughs) and giving them like a gift and a curse at the same time or a bittersweet message, as well as if they need to coordinate time zones. It's also very limited because uh, you only have phone calls during the nighttime to speak together. If you send packages, it will be too expensive. This allows you to do something, which we live in a time where people are exposed to so many great TV series and entertainment, et cetera. So they would... It will be like great for love, but a bit boring to do the same old thing. Koya adds variety, innovation, and the ability to show up, to touch the person you love, to be almost there in ways that will put a smile on their face because they're unexpected, different, new, and nourish the relationship (laughs) and the love. Did I understand correctly?
0: Yes, that was was perfect. I will add... You know the biggest pain point is, you know I'm not I'm not a mom, but just even being in a relationship where you you know that someone's hurting and there's nothing you can do, that is the hardest thing I would say. So yes, it definitely um, the you know the pain point is definitely the time zone difference and trying to juggle you know, a normal semblance of like life and work and love. But also the reason why that matters so much is the way that you feel when someone tells you that they're having a tough time and the inability to do anything about it. I think that Koya, in the context of, since we're just speaking about romantic relationships, I think that Koya can help bridge that distance, if only for a moment
1: and sometimes a moment is all you need. Yes. Thank you Courtney and in general, just outside of work because I support you on Koya, you're doing something great, kind, and you're figuring out the market is telling you right now the people who wanted the most are couples. So go there, double down on it. Uh, a lot of entrepreneurs make the mistake of being like hard-headed trying to force their idea down the throats of the market rather than listening to what the people are telling them with their wallets what they're telling them we value you as a tool for our love so that's what we should grow into more and more but other than this a lot of people during this pandemic have suffered from a level of depression of lethargy of feeling stuck even I don't know whether you dealt with that or not, but either way, what would be your advice for people to regain hope out of helplessness, to regain smiles out of frowns and to get into the groove of things no matter what and prepare themselves to build now a future that will make tomorrow better when things are much, much better?
0: Hmm. I really like that question. For me... I think that what makes life feel so invigorating is finding a way to move the ball each day. So never just keep moving forward. Find a way to, whether it's in work, with a project that you're working on, maybe even 30 minutes a day of working towards that goal. That can really add up over time. Or perhaps one of your goals might be to feel closer to someone in your family or a friend. What about scheduling 30 minutes a day for that? It can look like a variety of things. Perhaps you've been wanting to start something. So what about spending 30 minutes a day, even five minutes a day doing one of these things? That keeps the ball moving forward, which makes life feel so exciting because there's a little bit more momentum and you're moving towards something that you care about. So whether it's a person or a job or a hobby or whatever it might be, um, finding a way to slowly bring some action to that definitely, I think, uh, makes life feel really exciting and beautiful. And then, of course, sharing it with people that you care about, whatever it is that you're doing, that also just brings the immediate smile.
1: Thank you. So if I heard you correctly, it's micro progressions on your goals every day, noticing that you're moving forward, not being stuck, being grateful for the small things that the day gives you, as well as sharing it with others so you're not alone. That will be a recipe to regain emotional balance and mental health and feel momentum so no person is stuck. Is this correct?
0: Yes, and I'm glad you mentioned the gratitude piece. Um, Last summer, I was going through a tough time, and I ended up for 44 days in a row. I just, the first person I thought of every day, I sent them a postcard just to let them know what I was thinking about them or how I felt about them um, and how grateful I was for them in my life, whatever it was that first popped up. To be honest, after maybe the first week, it was kind of hard at first, but after the first week of doing that, of finding something that I was grateful for because I was having a hard time doing it in my own life, but to think of someone else and what about them I was grateful for felt a lot easier at the time. That honestly made a huge difference. So I'm really glad you mentioned that gratitude piece because I think that's absolutely key
1: thank you for your kindness. And to finish, if people want to learn more about uh, Koya to discover more, what website or links can they go to as well as if you share your own summary of what Koya offers so that people will have a last thing to remember about it.
0: So Koya makes it possible to Show up for your loved ones in meaningful ways. And you can go to getkoya.com to experience it. There's a button on there that makes it possible for you to simply receive a Koya because it really is more of an experience. Um, Or you could just jump right in and send one to a friend. It's completely free. And the whole entire purpose is to bring people together in a meaningful way.
1: Thank you very much, Courtney. It was an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure to speak with you, and I wish you a great day.
0: Thank you, I wish you the same. This was such a gift. Mm